This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Jimmy Ott and Dave Koken here on a Wednesday for Sports Better's Paradise in uh, a two and two Monday day, but really close because, well, bad beat, got a hose job call, whatever you want to say, uh, the first five under in Miami and um, Miami and Arizona. It's three nothing. Um, they, I'm sorry, two nothing in the top of the fifth. Two nothing top of the fifth, and they get a two out single uh, to uh, score a run and make it three nothing. The runner uh, swipes second, steals second, but the batter clearly left the bat in front of the catcher for interference. The cl- the play was bang bang. Catcher argued to no avail, and well, guess what? You know, well, what I mean, a just a pop up, a flare in short center field to uh, to get us uh, with two outs in the first five hundred. Yeah, Pablo Lopez is his own worst enemy, though. Uh, there's a runner on first, two outs. You got an 0-2 count on the hitter. Why are you bothering with a pickoff throw? Which he throws in the right field. And that put runner, that, that moved the runner. That, that started everything. And he kind of lost his composure and never even got out of the inning. They, had, they ended up taking him out uh, before he got the, the third out in the fifth inning. So sometimes pitchers beat themselves. And that's what Lopez did in that game. Uh, no doubt. Uh, how about uh, the New York teams? I mean, oh, Yankees now 11 in a row. And then the Mets, good pick on Freed, but it took Freed to beat them on yeah. Monday. And then they come back and take uh, two non-inning doubleheaders, uh, a d- doubleheader yesterday, those games, and they continue to impress. Tell you what, um, Mets-Yankees, that'd be an interesting series, but long way to go. And by the way, Dodgers-Angels isn't out of the mix either. The Angels, are, I, I know they lost the last two games and their offense went into a deep freeze the last two days, but this is a good baseball team and we know the Dodgers are solid. Uh, and no question. Let's start with the Yankees uh, because well, now, um, you know, the the pitcher for, for Toronto again was outstanding and um, he actually won the first five. Yeah. But uh, then the Yankees uh, get to the bullpen and that's, that's the thing with the Yankees. They are a complete team. And this is kind of the perfect recipe for them this year. Uh, Cortez on the mound uh, tonight for the Yankees against Kikuchi. $1.39 and eight at Tibet Rivers Road favorite. Uh, four starts for Cortez. Um, one and oh with a 131 e- uh, ERA, but perfect recipe. Goes five to six strong innings, turns it over to that effective bullpen, and then they kind of close the deal. Kikuchi is one oh of the worst ROI pitchers in in baseball this year. I I mean I told you on a, a Monday I was riding the Yankees till I lost. Uh, I'm not stopping now. I wouldn't either. Uh, Cortez didn't have his best stuff last start, but 
managed to get through it anyway. And uh, Kikuchi has been awful so far. His control has been terrible. If you combine his uh, XERA with his XFIP, which is a good way to get a read on a pitcher, it's, uh, what is it? It's 5.68. That's really bad. All the edges with the Yankees here. Yeah. Um, and, and um, you know, the uh, Kikuchi, I mean, the, what what is it? I mean, what are they going to do with him if these the, the, the struggles continue, especially when, uh, you know, scoring is at a premium uh, oh, in MLB I know. right now? Yeah, Kikuchi's one of the few guys that hitters are feasting on. Um, I, I don't know. I, you give him a few more starts, and if he doesn't turn it around, move him to the pen, I guess. And, and also Toronto um, early on. And again, we have to preface that with uh, early on. But still, um, Toronto... Uh, you know, the Yankees come in with a one and a half game lead. They extend at the three and a half and uh, in a favorable position later tonight. That's an MLB network game, yeah, MLB network. And uh, yes, as well. But Toronto's won eight, eight of their 15 wins or one run wins. Yeah. So they've kind of well, been fortunate to, to even be at this spot. Their offense is not clicking uh, the way we expect it to. No, I think that's going to change as the weather warms up. But, you know, Teoscar Hernandez is still missing. A couple of the bats that they rely on aren't really hitting at the level they should. I think Toronto is going to be okay long run, but the problem is they might be putting too much distance between themselves and the Yankees. Philadelphia against Texas, uh, Zach Wheeler and Wheeler is uh, his 10th year in MLB. Uh, in 2017, the Mets uh, with the Mets was his worst season. He finished with a five, two, one ERA this season. He's one in three with a five, seven, nine ERA hefty price, one seventy and eight against the Texas Rangers who uh, have uh, put uh, won a few games in a row, three in a row uh, coming into this one uh, later this evening. Philadelphia is, is is still doing it at the plate. They're third in the Major League Baseball in run scored and also slugging percentage. Wheeler, uh, reputation line here seems to be a, a tad high. No, I, I, I don't think it's high. Uh, Wheeler did not have, basically didn't have a spring training. Okay, so his spring training has taken place in the regular season. And he, he struggled early, but he was good in his last start. So you would think that we were starting to put it together here. Uh, Martin Perez is not as good as his numbers have shown early on. I mean, he's been a very effective pitcher so far, but Martin Perez has been around a long time and he is what he is. Uh, the Phillies can hit lefties. I think Philadelphia wins this ball game. I don't want to lay that kind of a price, but the Phillies look like the right side to me. All right, uh, Boston and the Los Angeles wow. Angels. This is going to be MLB Regional Network. Uh, Whitlock, $1.39 and eight over Detmers. And but two interesting uh, kind of, I guess, plans for these pitchers. Um, Boston, you know, we, uh, Whitlock is averaging between two and three innings uh, a start. So basically, he's an opener. Uh, Detmers, young pitcher, only 22 years old, top 10 pick out of Louisville in a 2020 draft where he was very, very good college pitcher, obviously. Yeah, he was. a top 10 pick. Um, okay, in three of the four starts. Not not terrible. He did get hit hard, uh, one of those, uh, in Arlington against the Texas Rangers. Okay, so the Angels have been crushing the ball so far this season. Until the last two days. Dylan Cease completely shut them down yeah. on Monday. They couldn't do anything yesterday. And that was against a pitcher that they probably should have had a little more success against in Michael Walker. Uh, they hit into three straight double plays. I think the third, fourth, and fifth inning. So nobody stays hot forever. And the Angels lineup was cooled off a bit. Whitlock, I'm not sure what the game plan is for him. 
Are they going to stretch him out and make him a starting pitcher? He's got dynamite stuff. Now, right now, he's basically 60 pitches. So that might be three or four innings. But it, it looks like he's maybe going to go a little longer here. Could go to 70, 75 pitches. I mean, they need starting pitching. And Whitlock's got the stuff to deliver. Red, I, I can't say it was a buy sign of the Red Sox last night. Because they it's not like they crushed the baseball. But they did manage to put together some offense. Even Jackie Bradley had two doubles last night, which is a good sign. Devers hit one about nine miles. Oh, yeah. Home run. Man, I'm telling you, he's fun to watch. I think the Red Sox are going to win this ballgame. The Angels are due for a little bit of regression, and I think we're starting to see it right now. Boss, uh, Devers is unbelievable. I mean, power to all fields, hits for average, uh, plate discipline. I mean, and and still, uh, still young. Um, but the Boston lineup is not typical of what we think of with the Red Sox lineup. And, and you wonder about this team early again, closer to in the standings in the AL East to Baltimore than they are in everybody else. Um, their lineup 20 or above the lower third in all of these uh, hitting statistics runs 23rd home runs, 25th on base percentage, 26 batting average, 20th. Is this a capable line? I mean, Devers and JT, JD Martinez too much on their, on their shoulders here in this lineup. Well, and Bogarts and Kike Hernandez will get going. Uh, and a couple of other guys who haven't hit yet, but will there's some, there's some holes. First base is a problem. Bobby D is not hitting at all. And they've had to go to Franchi Cordero who also is not hitting much. The catcher position hasn't produced a great deal, but that's a bonus if it does. Bradley, uh, let's just say they miss Hunter Renfro offensively. I don't think they're as good with the bats as they were last year. I think they're going to have to pitch and catch to be contenders in the AL East. I'm not sure that's going to happen. But they're not as bad as they've shown so far either. And, again, that might have been a little bit of a buy sign yesterday where they get excellent pitching throughout the game and did enough offensively to, uh, to get themselves a nice win. And I lost that game. I, I was on the Angels yesterday uh-huh. and got and got beat. And so I was watching the game pretty intently. And I, I thought the Red Sox, it's not a full buy sign, but it was a positive sign last night. Back to the Angels uh, in that uh, that Monday start. They had no Otani, and it was uh, in Chicago on the south side, and it was very cold. It went, well, I mean, and, Tony LaRusso was dressed up like he was running out uh, rod. I mean, and, it was freezing. Yeah, and Dylan Cease had awesome oh, he, stuff. He did. Awesome. I mean, that was number one level stuff. Uh, and he that might have actually put the Angels into a little bit of a slump because they didn't swing the bats well at all last night. That sometimes happens when you get shut down by a real good pitcher. Next couple of games, you get shut down as well. Uh, we'll see what they do against Whitlock. I don't think they're going to have it easy against this guy. Speaking of the South side and the White Sox, they travel to the North side to Wrigleyville in Wrigley Field to take on the Cubbies. They went three to one last night, played uh, situational baseball and a little squeeze play for one of them. And, yeah. uh, you know, built their in a little nastiness with uh, a couple of really, uh, you know, some plucks, including Anderson, who hit the uh, oppo home run is an outstanding hitter out Into of Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, the White Sox here, big advantage on the hill. Giolito, 152-7. Hendrickson, he's having a tough year uh, this is. year. So the White Sox were 8-13. and 13, Modest two-game winning streak, now up to 10-13. and 13. Hendricks, uh, talking about him, three solid starts, but uh, two where he was completely bombed. So inconsistency has, has not been his problem. Never the overwhelming stuff, but 
Uh, here you go. Battle of Chicago in Wrigleyville tonight. White Sox 152 and seven at Bet Rivers. Yeah, the seven means the wind's blowing in. I think the under is the play here. Giolito, uh, he hasn't been great so far, but he's, he's actually his analytics are not bad at all. Uh, and he's facing a Cubs lineup that is not hitting a lick. Uh, they, they, they were out of their heads the first few weeks of the season. It's like, how is this team scoring all these runs? Now, the last seven days, weighted runs created plus 62 for the Cubs. That's way below average. And the White Sox haven't hit righties all season. So, I mean, they're still crushing lefties, but against righties, this lineup hasn't hit. I think you got the makings of a low-scoring game here between the White Sox and Cubs. There you go. And you know Hendrickson uh, will, will challenge hitter. He's not going to you know walk a lot of batters, no. so maybe he'll throw with some more confidence also with the, uh, the wind blowing in. And I've been in that stadium uh, many times. Man, oh. When that wind's blowing in, it's just – Sometimes it just can be a, a little bit dull. It is impossible sometimes to uh, produce a whole lot of uh, runs. That, listen, that's a, that's what made Tim Anderson's home run. Yes. All, all yes. the more impressive yesterday. I mean, I didn't think there was any chance anybody was going to get one into the bleachers at Wrigley yesterday, and Anderson did it. You know, we yeah, we know he can hit for average, but now when he and what you want to see out of a true power hitter is to power to all fields. So to hit that in uh, to to right center field, yeah, yeah it catches your attention for sure. The um, now now uh, at the time of uh, this recording, uh, Dodgers in San Francisco, uh, Gonsolin has been scratched or it's now a TBD to be determined for the Dodgers against Wood. Um, great pitching matchup did go under uh, with uh, with Urias and Radon uh, last night. Three to one was the final. And the Dodgers continue to not hit lefties, and they face another one tonight. In Alex Wood, sight unseen. We don't know who's pitching for the Dodgers. I might lead to the Giants here uh, with Wood. He hasn't been great so far, but he is a lefty. Uh, you know, the Giants want this one after kind of letting one get away yesterday. They had a couple of good opportunities, didn't take advantage of those. Uh, Rodon, who's been dynamite so far, really got himself into a mess in the inning when the Dodgers scored two runs. He walked two lefty hitters and then had a wild pitch that got runners to second and third. And uh, Chris Taylor came through with a hit, two runs, and that was all the Dodgers needed. Uh, the three games uh, left uh, for this evening's card, uh, Dylan Bundy going against his old team uh, in Camden Yards against Baltimore. And what a year he's had to this point. Are we ready to lay a dollar thirty six with Dylan Bundy? The twins are uh, getting things together. They are now um, they got a four game lead yeah. uh, in the uh, AL Central uh, over the Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Guardians, almost said Indians One, uh, against Baltimore and Braddish. Uh, the Baltimore just cannot score. So. A uh, Bundy here on the road, Dave? Not so much Bundy as the Twins. Uh, Bundy might have been the sell sign on him last game. I mean, he started the season off great and then just got absolutely bombed uh, in his last start. So man, he's not as good as, as he showed early. But I'm not really impressed with the Orioles' rookie starter. And the Twins are just red hot right now. I think you can make a strong case for the Orioles uh, losing to the Twins again here, Minnesota just on a roll. The uh, now who has the advantage? Uh, Bundy knowing the lineup so well, or the lineup knowing? Well, he Bundy doesn't know so this well. lineup. I you know these these guys weren't there when he was. Okay, so you know, uh, no, uh, I, 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 Bundy's not going to continue to pitch the way he did early. He's not. He's not going to get crushed every start like he did last time out. But right, those. This is something I look for early in the season. Is guys who are pitching way above or way below 
their normal level of expectation, and you wait for them to start to regress either positively or negatively. I think maybe Bundy's negative regression started last time out. But that said, I'll take the Twins offense to outscore the Orioles offense here. The, the, the total at seven and a half interests you? I know it's not usually what you want to do, but you know Bundy may be, maybe has fallen out of his tree and become a Dilly Bundy again, and the Twins, uh, you know, their lineup, I, favorable I, matchup against uh, uh, Baltimore. I'd rather just play the Twins. Yeah, I mean, it's just that Minnesota's just way better than Baltimore at this point from top to bottom in their lineup, basically. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, okay. but I don't trust Bundy. So, you know, I'll take an eight, seven win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if I can't get you interested in betting the over with, it involves a game in the Orioles. Can I interest you in taking maybe the Cincinnati Reds against Peralta? No. Who's $3 and eight against Gutierrez and the Reds. No. Uh, find a team to play them with and go with the Brewers in a money line parlay. Okay. The Reds are just an absolute. I, I, we've, I've said this since we started doing this show. They're an auto fade. And if you've just been betting against the Reds every game, congratulations on your new Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, the ROI is obviously oh. uh, the league's worst. Uh, speaking of those RI, no, RI, uh, ROI numbers, uh, return on investment, Reds, Atlanta, Atlanta, the defending champs, and sometimes the champs yep. will have inflated numbers because you yep. anticipate action there. The White Sox, uh, Philadelphia, then Boston, uh, the best ROI, Buck Walters Mets, the Mets, and how about this, Arizona, who's one game yeah. below 500 and hitting a league worse 180. Just something to bear in mind, though. Um, I have a good memory, despite my advancing years. I haven't uh, lost that that segment of the mind yet. And the Diamondbacks were basically in about this position last year. And then went went on a tremendous losing streak. Um, I don't remember exactly how long the losing streak was, but it was it was big. Right. It could happen again. They're, they're really getting by on their pitching. And we'll call it timely hitting in that they haven't done much offensively, but what they've done, they've done at the same time. They're bad baseball team though. That's it's just not going to continue. So I'm waiting patiently. I'm waiting for the things to start to go badly for the Diamondbacks. They will at some point They're not, This is one of the three or four worst teams in the game. And this 500 level play is not going to continue. No, no way. Uh, 180, 180 uh, batting average. Uh, yeah. I know it's early, but still, uh, that's not going to just completely flip. And well, you look yeah, at their lineup. Where, where's the offense? I mean, I know Cattell Marte has not produced at his level so far. And there's a couple other guys who I guess are okay. But you're talking about a lineup. And, uh, Paven Smith might be like their third best hitter. Yeah, it's it, not it, a it, good sign. It is weak. maybe the worst lineup uh, in, in baseball. The other three of the top five uh, ROI teams in baseball thus far, the New York Yankees, yeah. obviously 11 in a row, Minnesota Twins, who we talked about playing nice baseball. They're, uh, good, right team. Now. they're, they're a good team. And uh, I, everything, buddy, everything went wrong for them last year. They had a Murphy's Law season. I think they're closer to the 2020 Twins uh, than the 2021 Twins. Let's put it that way. Twins. They might be the team to beat in that division. And, uh, you know, you add a, a piece like Correa. That's outstanding. Who's the young well, pitcher? I'm, I'm, Joe I'm, Ryan. Yes, yes. How good yes. does he look? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, in Colorado is the other team. And speaking of uh, young pitchers and how good they look, uh, you know, your your guy that you put us on early, McGill, for the Mets, they've won every one of his games. Every one of his games. He and uh, he, cool and uh, and my guy, Logan Gilbert, are the top ROI guys as far as pitchers. Two of those three should continue to be. Chad Cool, maybe not so much, um, but and he's one of those guys who we, we're waiting to, for him to re- regress to his norm because he's been around a long time and he is what he is. But Miguel looks legit uh, and uh, Logan Gilbert. <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing I'm worried about with Logan Gilbert is now everybody's caught on. And now the expectations are getting higher. Right? He was uh, on ML. I was just watching him do an interview on MLB, MLB Network. Uh, a few minutes before we started recording this. The pressure is going to start to build. We'll see how he responds to it, but he looks like the real deal. Well, what I liked about it is you, when you get an award that I was able to, you know, get in front of, but you know, the, uh, the American league pitcher of the month, well, then people, Oh wait, well, you know, then it attracts attention and it'll attract some action. I was glad to get 40 to one on AL Cy Young before that, but he, the, the the one thing he's he will walk a few people he's when you're six six it's a little bit harder to control than it is you know a Ben McDonald former number one overall pick uh, who I do a lot of work with in Louisiana has taught me that well, it's just harder to control the taller you are but his stuff is just so electric and I just it, think he's a top top pick you know out of a small program out of Stetson in Deland Florida that is just breaking through we'll say it's 40 to one it's not like well, eight to one the six to one he hasn't really developed a third pitch yet, which he will. He could be, I'm talking as regular Cy Young contender if he stays healthy and maybe gets a changeup to go with the curve, uh, with the uh, fastball and a nasty slider. Worst of worst ROI pitchers in baseball. Well, that's our next game and our final game uh, of the lineup. And that is Patrick Corbin. We've talked about him. He's been reduced to, uh, just a fraction of what he used to be at one time. A uh, Gomber for Colorado. Colorado, again, we talked about one of the top five ROI teams. At home, 150-10.5 over Washington. Uh, the bats versus left-handed pitchers. Corbin struggles. Coors feel. We could go on and on. I'm on well, Colorado here. I'll, I'm not on Washington, okay? But I'm not going to play the Rockies because the Nationals right now, for whatever reason, are swinging the bats like crazy. Last week, Last seven days, they've got a 134 WRC plus played well against the Giants. Beat the crap out of Marquez last night, although he's got something's wrong with Marquez for the Rockies. He's he is not looking good uh-huh. up there. Uh, they're not as good against lefties. I think Gomber does deserve to be the favorites role here. And I think Colorado wins the game, but it's a bit too pricey for me to uh, uh, to bet with the Nationals in there. In a, in what I think is going to be a brief surge, but nevertheless, it is a surge. Well, what about over 10 and a half? I don't know, because Gomber has apparently gotten things back under control for the Rockies, and the Nationals are not a particularly good team against lefties. Um, so I, I and I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at this. I don't want to play any overs right now. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't understand. I'm looking for unders. <laughs> no, and that's and that's the biggest thing. Yeah, you have to, you have to really make a strong. I mean, just the numbers. If this was a normal year, I'm going all over seven and a half with Baltimore, Minnesota tonight. 
Oh yeah, sure. Pitch it. I mean, normally, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you you have to be a little fit. But knowing that, Dave, and knowing that so many people and the odds makers see the under action coming in. Is you're not getting some value? Make that old no, saying fear I, I creates value. No, I don't think you are getting value okay. because un, until we see signs of an offensive breakout, whether it's the weather, or whatever, the baseball, the weather. I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I'll tell you something else, by the way, that hasn't been mentioned. Is there are there any umpires in baseball who aren't giving a pitch like two balls outside the strike zone called strikes? This is ridiculous. I'm watching this every game. These these strike zones are like the Grand Canyon. So that's contributing to the unders as well. I mean, you're forcing hitters to swing at pitches that are bad pitches or get rung up on pitches that aren't in strike zone. It's not just Angel Hernandez either. It's it's league wide. There are too many umpires who have a terrible strike zone right now, and it's favoring the pitchers. To the point where Monday night at City Field, uh, where you actually gave uh, a hitter account uh, called third strike and uh, the Mets Braves game to the, where the umpire apologized to the pitcher on the way to the dugout. Like, wait, we're not supposed to do this. I mean, so in baseball sometimes can't get out of its own way, whether it's opening day against the first round of the masters or whatever. I mean, every sport has tried to evolve its, its rules to hitting, and so they go uniform DH, and now they want to control the baseballs. And so I, how about, I don't know. You know. How about just call the strike zone? I, I, you know what? I understand all oh, the human element. I am. I was so so on it, but I've I've come I've come around. Electronic strike zone. I want I want the electronic strike zone. These guys it's... suck. Okay, and they <laughs> and they won't fire the guys that are the worst. Vanover, the guy's older than dirt. And I can say that because I'm older than he is. Uh, uh, Angel Hernandez is incompetent. And there's some others that really aren't very good. If you're not going to hold the umpires accountable, yeah. uh, you got a problem. I mean, the electronic. I watch, I, I watch, I watch the major sports and I understand there's missed calls in every sport, but it's an epidemic in baseball right now. You had a game, uh, you had a game real quick on Monday uh-huh. uh, or was it Sunday guy, uh, Barber was working first base in the uh, Angels game. Okay. Four instant replays at first base. Four of them, all overturned. He got them all wrong. I mean, you got to do better than that. Oh, for four. Yeah. yeah. That's his, that is, uh, at that first is. Base. That's the first time. I, I have never heard of that. Me I mean, either. You know, I know it's, we, we're still kind of new, but whether you like it or not, okay, are you in favor or not of the electronic strike zone, it has momentum. And oh, I think so. And, and what's happening this year is going to only build that momentum. All right. Uh, here's my picks. Uh, I've got Colorado minus 50. Um, I have, um, what is it? Uh, Min- uh, Minnesota uh, minus the uh, $1.39. Where is Minnesota? Uh, yeah, minus $1.39. And I got the Yankees, three favorites. I'm sorry. Oh, Laying well. a little chalk, but uh, going with my streaks there. And I will throw in, this is from an outside, but uh, my buddy Matt Humans uh, and also some others. Corey Connors in the Wells Fargo at uh, 20 to 1. Dave, yeah. you like, did you, did you commit to Boston, the Red Sox, or? No. Okay. Uh, okay. No, I, okay. I would lean that way. I, I I'll what? take. Give me the Brewers and Astros in a money line parlay. You okay. Get about, you get about plus one ten. Um, 
you want to pair somebody with the Brewers, I'll take Verlander. The Astros are starting to come around. Uh, and I, I look, I can't disagree with the Yankees. I know it's getting a little bit pricey, but uh, they're just on a roll right now. And Nestor Cortez is really pitching well. Um, and White Sox Cubbies under? No. Um, okay. Let me for another game. Uh, Did you, you, you I, with I think me I'll on Minnesota? Take, I'll take now the Twins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Minnesota, uh, the um, the Yankees, and Milwaukee, Houston uh, money line parlay. So we'll be back on Monday. Uh, good luck to uh, everybody. Uh, Dave, have a good weekend. We'll uh, talk to you on Monday. Always a Sounds pleasure. Good. See All you right. Guys. This is this is the Sports Better's Paradise on Bet Rivers.